Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, 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 hey. What up, what up, dope? It's your boy Reggie Watkins, and you're listening to I'm Probably Right. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment, but please don't be hating. Uh, if you like the podcast, tell a friend. Thank you for listening. Uh, we're available everywhere. Google Play, uh, Listen In, Tune In, Apple iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. SoundCloud. Um, but mainly, our home is the Believe Podcast Network. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. And just love us there. My man Kevin Cleland is producing, engineering, running the show. As usual, Kevin, how you doing, brother? What's cracking? I am doing great, man. A lot of good stuff to talk about. The uh, NFL schedule is released for uh, the mm-hmm. next season. And uh, super excited. We're recording this on Friday, May 12th for Game 6. Uh, Lakers hosting the Warriors and hopefully going to take them out and move on to Yeah, Denver. Yeah, yeah. I mean... It's all right there for LeBron and the Lakers to take it, and we're going to see what happens. I got my money on the Lakers. I literally have my money on the Lakers. Right now, the Knicks are playing the Heat in Miami, and the Knicks are showing up and showing out right now by 14 uh, while we're recording this. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about a little bit of uh, you know NBA action that's been going on so far. We're going to get into the NFL schedule release that happened yesterday, and they gave us breadcrumbs all the way up, but now we got the final the dates, the, uh, the the travels, all that good stuff. We're going to touch on all that and more. But first up. So as I've been saying, and I'm going to keep saying, and I will continue to say, NBA action is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I've been telling you, I love the NBA season. I love these these playoff games, these matchups have been all phenomenal. Uh, last night, we were treated to, I mean, Boston and Philly. Yo, I'm a Jason Tatum dude. I think that he is on the come up and he he will possibly be, you know, he, I think that dude's going to win an MVP during his time in this league. Um, I got friends who don't want to believe that. Friends who don't want to believe it so much, they paid me money last night because they tried to cancel Jason Tatum and the Celtics before the time was done. And I told them they was coming back and it would happen. And Tatum came through. I mean, he was one for 15 up until like the middle of the fourth quarter. Then that dude saw a shot go in and he just started putting them all in. And that's what I love about athletes, man. When you watch some of these dudes and they struggle and they got to listen to all these fools on TV, on the internet, who just want to trash and bag them all the time because they're human and they they don't have a superhuman night. And you just keep on persevering and making it happen. And that dude got on the mic last night after he was talking to I think Doris Doris Burke and was like, "Yo, I'm one of the I'm one of the I'm one of the best players in the world. I'm one of the he, I think he said I'm one of the five best players in the world at this game. And I love that. Yo, talk your talk your shit, man. Uh, tell these dudes to shut the hell up. Jason Tatum put the team on his back and brought them through in Philly in a hostile environment where the game was there for the taking for the Philadelphia 76ers. They could have ended this thing and been on to the conference finals for the first time in Joel Embiid's career, and it didn't happen. And why didn't it happen? This is the third straight year they have not, we don't know, they could go to Boston and win that game seven, although I think it's highly unlikely because 
Boston is the better team, and they're at home. And you had a game where Jason Tatum, their best player, was playing awful. He was shooting awful because he was doing everything else. He was passing the ball. He was playing defense. He was hustling. His shot just wasn't falling. It finally failed. But you wasted a bad shooting night by Jason Tatum and lost this game when it was right there for the taking. And at some point, I know we could talk about Doc Rivers ain't the best at adjustments and changing things up. But at some point, when are y'all going to say Joel Embiid just might not be that dude. I've been saying this for a minute. I like Joel Embiid. I think the dude is a monster. He deserved this MVP this year because the dude during the regular season was a beast. But there's a difference between regular season and the playoffs. That dude is a monster in the regular season. Come playoff time, where yeah? Where, where, y'all see Joel Embiid? Hey, 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 y'all see Joe? No, Joel Embiid, big dude, like seven foot tall from Africa. You can't ever find him. When it really matters, go back to all these series. Go back to three years ago when they were playing the Hawks. They got eliminated by the Hawks. And everybody wanted to be on Ben Simmons for passing up a dunk or layup underneath the basket. And nobody wanted to talk about Joel Embiid disappearing in fourth quarters of those games, the closeout games. Disappeared. But everybody wanted to put it on Ben Simmons because it was easy. Let's make fun of the dude who got shooting free throws. When they got this seven-foot monster here who's supposed to be a bucket getting no buckets. Right? Uh, That was two years ago. Okay? Uh, What happened last year? Got put out last year too. The year before that, Kawhi put him out with that four four bounces on the rim shot. Right? Duck. At some point, Joel Embiid has to take accountability for, yo, maybe he just ain't that dude in the postseason. And that's okay. That's okay. Some people ain't meant to be stars when everything matters. And sometimes it's easy. I mean, no, it's not sometimes. It's all the time. It is easier to get buckets in the regular season. I've talked about this before. Easy to get buckets in the regular season when you get to play the Magic four times a year. When you get to play the Wizards four times a year. Right? anybody you can get buckets and make it look like you are a monster and he did have a monster game against Jokic when they play one one on one right head heads up but at some point man it's got to come to him and we could I mean yeah okay you got James Harden and James Harden had a bad night too but James Harden ain't the dude on this team it's Joel Embiid and he was at his press conference talking about I didn't get the ball for I'm just giving I'm doing <laughs> this is how he said I didn't touch the ball for like the whole fourth quarter why you the MVP demand the ball and I'm watching that game Joel Embiid is getting pushed out the paint dog you're the biggest dude on the court You are the monster on the court. Why are you getting pushed out? And it always seems like in the fourth quarters of these games, when they really matter, Joel Embiid is somewhere around the three-point line. And I've seen that dude before. You can find that dude at every 24-hour fitness, every LA fitness that you you go to. There's a seven-foot dude who loved to shoot threes, loved to be on the perimeter. Dog, you are the biggest man on this court. Get your ass down low and get us a bucket. And he didn't do that last night. And that's why the 76 lost that, that game. And that's probably why they lose in this series. And probably why Doc Rivers going to lose his job. Because it's three straight years, they ain't been able to get over the hump with having this dude here as the best player in the NBA, they say in this year, as the MVP. And they just can't get it done. So don't be blaming Ben Simmons. 
Don't be blaming James Harden. I mean, James Harden ain't the James Harden we used to know. He older, a little thicker, love to be in the clubs, right? Don't blame Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers only do what he can do with the players he got. It's on Joel Embiid. And in the West, the Suns did what I said the Suns was going to do. Every man, people just, this is what people do. And I'm just calling you out on it. It's just such a hate for LeBron that people just want to anoint anything they can anoint to make it to put LeBron down. It, I mean, I'm just telling you the facts of the game. The Phoenix Suns traded away half of a team to get a Kevin Durant who's only played maybe half of a season each of the last three years. They traded for that dude who's getting older, who ain't the healthiest. And gave away all their perimeter defense and their bench to get him. And people were expecting him to win a championship? What In what world? In, in how? When does that ever work? When, when does that ever work? The one time that we've seen people put together a super team, it, the last time that it happened right away that they were able to win, was the Boston Celtics when they brought in KG and Ray Allen to pair with Rondo and uh, uh, Paul Pierce and, and Perk and all them, right? They brought that team together and it, it worked, but they were together in the preseason. They went through a whole season, were able to get through and get that done. The Miami Heat with LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. That took a full season and a heartbreak against the Dallas Mavericks for them to come back and figure out how to win. You don't build super teams and win right away like that. And that's what they tried to do. Everybody should have known this wasn't going to work. You're, you're, they, don't, they had 20 games together. 20 games. And then you're surprised that they get into these playoff situations and they don't know how to act together? They don't know nobody. Yeah, KD's a scorer, but they don't know what KD's going to do when the crunch time hits. They don't know what Booker's going to do. when KD don't know what Booker's going to do. And we know what CP's going to do. CP's body's going to check out which is what it did, and they were out there running with campaign. DeAndre Ayton got hurt. They was out there running uh, the white boy uh, Landell, Landale, or whoever that is, and he was giving, that dude looked like he was giving more effort than Ayton because Ayton was out there jogging. I mean, they showed that one clip where they battling for rebounds and Ayton just sitting there watching. I, I mean, I, I think he was wishing he had some popcorn because my man was spectating. Yo, you do not build a championship team in the middle of an NBA season. Don't happen. Ain't ever going to happen. Just not how it goes. you got to have chemistry. And they ain't have none. They lost their point guard. They lost their center. Aiton didn't even play the last game because he had like a rib contusion or something was going on with him, right? And so they got ran off the court. And please, can we stop with this? Booker is Kobe Bryant, all this stuff. Booker is the best player on this son's team. He still ain't better than Kevin Durant. Booker looks great. Why? Because he's playing with Kevin Durant. People, Kevin Durant had a bad couple of bad shooting nights, but they still have to respect the hell out of Kevin Durant, which gives Booker openings and more easy plays to get his, his shots off. What I don't understand what people are watching. Yeah, he looks good because he's playing with maybe the greatest scorer of all time on his team. This happened before. Booker was the dude that I, I, I'm telling friends. Friends want to argue with me. Man, Booker's, I, I'm telling them, I'm, I'm a Lonzo dude. I was a Lonzo dude. I'd rather have Lonzo than, than Devin Booker. I'd rather have Lonzo than Donovan Mitchell. Man, you crazy. Donovan Mitchell, they way better. 
How? What do they do so much better than Lonzo Ball? They score points. Okay, that's cool. He doesn't need to score points. They don't need him to score points. They need him to play defense. They need him to shoot open threes. They need him to distribute the ball. That's what he does. What do those guys do besides get buckets? Nothing. And D-Book, I'll give you this. This year, playing with Kevin Durant, mind you, he has looked so much better. But that's because he had Kevin Durant. Before that, you, he was not a guy who's going to get you assists. He was not a guy who's getting you rebounds. He was not playing no defense. He's gotten better at all those things. So I could tip my cap and be like, yo, I was wrong about that dude. He is dope now. He still ain't, I don't even have him in my top 10. No. He didn't even make all NBA team. Like, I, I don't even have him on my top. The NBA, everybody in the NBA, all the writers said Jalen Brown is on the second team better than Devin Booker. And that's a travesty because I think Devin Booker is better than Jalen Brown. That's insane. But that's how much better he looked all year than Devin Booker. And what's, the, what, what's happening with them next year? Nothing, nothing. The Suns ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Chris Paul is a year older. Kevin Durant's a year older. They still don't have any kind of squad. Where are they going to get these, these players to come over there and play with them and, and make things happen? It's, it's a wrap. They're not winning a championship. And Kevin Durant is just proving, which I still think he's one of the greatest players of all time, but he is proving, like I've said on this show before, there's a difference. Whenever people try to put him on the cloud, oh, he's better than LeBron James. Shut your damn mouth. LeBron gets it done by hook or by crook any way it's always had to go. Kevin Durant has always profited from being, he's won his championships when he came on to a Golden State team that had already won without him. He came and made those dudes indestructible. And then when he left to try to lead his own team in, in Brooklyn, look what happened. Whole thing failed to shit. When he was with Oklahoma City, lost the 3-1 lead, went over and joined the Golden State Warriors. I ain't mad at you. I'm just mad at people that try to put him in a class that he don't belong in. There's LeBron, Jordan, Magic, and everybody else. That's it. It's those three and everybody. And Kareem up there too. Everybody else. And so now tonight, we got the Warriors and the Lakers in game six here in LA. Lakers trying to close this thing out. And man, let me talk about something real quick from game five. Um, Anthony Davis actually played a good game the first half. And he, you know, he went, he's gotten rid of his streak of having one game, a good game, a bad game, a good game, a good game, a bad game. He had two good games. And then my man got hit in the eye by Kevon Looney and had to go to the bench. He ended up having to go to the locker room and couldn't return to the game. Lakers lost the game. They were down by like 10 anyways, but they kept trying to make some little runs to get back in it. Uh, but without AD, it was, you knew it was going to be a wrap. Um, but AD takes that elbow in the eye and has to leave the game, goes out, and then they say he's on a he's in a wheelchair and they wheel him out and make sure he's okay and gets out. And the next day, hell, that night on TV, Chuck and Shaq are clowning the dude for having to be in a wheelchair, talking about what he how soft he is or whatever. And then he get on TV the next day and Stephen A and them is doing it. And Jay Williams and Man, I, I just can't stand how these sports talk these sports talk dudes do this. In one hand, they want to say we about player safety and we about mental health. We it's a big thing. And then they go right behind it and just shit on a dude for getting hit in the eye from an elbow from an ogre. He got hit in the eye 
by an elbow from a seven foot dude who is a behemoth. You, okay, I want you to stand there and take that elbow in the eye and see how you feel. I've seen people concussed for less. Luckily, it didn't turn out to be a concussion, but man, how are we so quick to just judge this dude? Or I know he falls on the ground all the time. It's annoying. It drives me insane. But we got to stop with trying to tell people what they should be feeling and how they should be feeling about injuries or pain. Everybody ain't you, dog. And y'all ain't the toughest people in the world. I mean, Shaq and Charles Barkley was missing games with shin splints and foot problems. Dog, man, stop all this. Get off this TV on this high horse trying to be holier than thou like y'all were the perfect players and wasn't never a bad game and wasn't never any ailing injuries or anything like that. And the wheelchair. You think Anthony Davis literally went in there and was like, no, please give me a wheelchair so I can walk out here and have these people on TV talk trash about me and all the people, all the fans of the world who already want to call me street clothes. No, let me get this wheelchair so I can cement it for them. Man, I guarantee you it was protocol by the Lakers or whoever was running that damn building. Yo, you cannot be standing right now in case you fall over and pass out. You just got hit in the damn head by an elbow from an ogre. Sit in this wheelchair. Let us push you out of here and make sure you're okay. Let's take every precaution, which is what they should do. Instead, we got people on TV talking trash about a dude taking care of his safety and his health. Just stupid, man. Stupid. That being said, if he ain't got no concussion, he better be playing tonight, okay? Because if he don't play, we've got to go to game seven. And I do not want the Warriors, I mean, the Lakers having to go back to San Francisco because I've been in the damn Chase Center. And that place, they loud up in there. The, the home team, them dudes, the role players like to ball out while they're there. And our, the Laker players do not like to play on the road so much, which is what people do. So we got this game at home. I think they got to bring it on. I think LeBron's going to have to give it all he's got this one. You know what I'm saying? He got to pull out everything he can, this 38-year-old body. I know his foot is all messed up or whatever, but him and AD, they got a ball. D'Angelo Russell, he is the key to this whole series. He's the key to all the games. As much as, you know what I'm saying, Anthony Davis, of course. But we know Anthony Davis is, is a star. He's going to show up and have an impact on the game defensively, or he's going to get you 20-plus points and 10 rebounds, something like that, right? If D'Angelo Russell gets the Lakers 15 points or more, the game is over because that means he is playable. When that dude is not playable, he just can't be. If he's not hitting shots, he can't be on the court because he can't play any defense. And he's useless on offense because he's not a, he's not getting to the paint. He's not explosive. He's not setting things up for other people. His shot has to be falling. He's got to hit shots. Or Rui. Or 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 uh, Austin Reeves. You know what I'm saying? They got to do a little something. Jordan Vanderbilt. Oh, my God. He's been unplayable because he can't shoot on offense. And if he can't shoot, he's got to be playing lockdown defense. But even when he's playing lockdown defense, the Warriors are just leaving that dude wide open. Leaving him wide, they're giving him the Russ, the Russ Westbrook treatment. Leaving him wide ass open, and he ain't making a damn thing. So he can't be on the floor because they need space for LeBron and AD. So I'm expecting the, the role players to come out tonight and be able to ball and play and just make some things happen. I don't want to see a Game 7. Even though I love Game 7s, I just want the Lakers to win and get some rest. We got a Game 7 already. We got one Game 7 coming on Sunday between the, the Sixers and the Celtics. But uh, yeah. We're going to see what happens tonight, man. And, and, and starting off with this legacy talk about LeBron versus Steph. Man, LeBron ain't the best player on this team right now. It is His name is up there, but it's about Anthony Davis and these role players stepping up. LeBron's going to do what he's going to do. 
right? He's going to be the role that he needs to be. 20 points, 7 rebounds, you know, 6, 7 assists. He's going to do that thing. AD has to come ready to play. And the rest of the dudes, the others, as Shaq likes to call them, they got to come and step it up too. And I need to win my bets because I got the Lakers in six. And I got like three bets going on. So come on, man. Do it for me, please. We back after the break. So the NFL, man, the NFL, they know how to take the shine away from everybody and any damn thing. Man, they've turned the draft into a primetime special and a full weekend of basically just hearing dudes' names called and watching clips of what they used to do. <laughs> that, is, that is literally what the NFL draft is. We watch clips of names, dudes' names getting called and watching stuff they used to do. Ain't no real football happening, but people are glued to this thing and have their hopes and dreams tied up into this damn thing. And now they've done a schedule release where... They, Kevin, did you know? Did you see that they released the international schedule like yeah. a day or two before? Yep. yep. <laughs> like little breadcrumbs, they just send out to keep us on the hook with this NFL crack, man. They just got you. They got us. And then they sent out the, uh, the I think the day, the morning of, they sent out like some special matchups, like the Christmas Day. They sent out, um, I think it was Christmas Day. There, you know, the Thanksgiving games. Uh, the kickoff, all that stuff. And then they hit us with the full schedule. And man, there are some serious games going on this season that I cannot wait to see. Uh, we were on CBS Sports and that we've got the top 10 games that they picked right there, right? And they start off with number 10, Packers at Lions, week 12. And I mean, literally for me, I've been on record saying this. I think the Packers are going to be better than they were last year because I think Jordan Love, much like the situation that the Saints had with Drew Brees, I think they were just holding on to a name at quarterback and not real production and value. I think the Jets came up on a quarterback because anything is better than what Zach Wilson was giving you. Um, So Aaron Rodgers will be able to do better than that. But that's not the Aaron Rodgers, MVP Aaron Rodgers they're getting. They're getting an older dude who don't really seem like he cares about football that much. And it's kind of worrisome to me. Um, but I think Jordan Love is going to thrive with the Packers. And I think they got a shot to win it. That, yo, the NFC North is going to be a dope little division this year. The Bears are coming up with, with, with Justin Fields. The Lions, even though they still got Jared Goff, and I think he's going to remember that he's Jared Goff and not be good this year. Um, the, the, I just love the coach, uh, Campbell, Dan Campbell and, 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 and the, the staff. Um, I think they should have a good little squad right there. Uh, Green Bay, I think is going to make a little come up. Minnesota Vikings, they're always good, just not great when it comes to the playoffs. So that's a, that's a viable division right there. The NFC North. Uh, so Packers at the Lions week 12 should be a good game. Steelers at Ravens, <laughs> NFC North, AFC North, the best divisions in football. I mean, you could throw in the the NFC East and the AFC East up there as well. But, yo, NFC North, Cleveland Browns, sleep all you want to. And people, you want to remember what Deshaun Watson looked like last year? That wasn't Deshaun Watson. That was the ghost of Deshaun Watson who hadn't played football in like a year and a half. That dude's got a full offseason with this Cleveland Brown roster that is loaded and has a dope defense. The Browns are serious. The Browns are in the playoffs this year. Book it. The Ravens are in the playoffs this year. Book it. The Bengals are 
<laughs> Kevin, I don't know. I'm serious. Like, because listen, how are you going to have damn near all your playoff teams come from the AFC East and the AFC North? I mean, there's it's somebody's got to fall off. So, look, the Pittsburgh Steelers got Kenny Pickett as their quarterback. All right. And Kenny Pickett, basically, people want to say he had a good year. Kenny Pickett had a Mac Jones year with the Patriots. That dude played college football for five years. He better come into the NFL and look like he knows what the hell is going on. And what you're going to do is you're going to see what happens when the NFL defenses actually have a full year tape on this dude. You're going to see when he doesn't have the rocket arm. He doesn't have any mobility or escapability or extra specialism to, to get him out there and run on the edges. That offense is not going to be good. They don't have any weapons on the outside that scare anybody. I mean, they got Najee, uh, uh, the, the, the running back. But other than that, the Steelers are winning maybe six, seven games. That's, that's what they've got right here. They're not that good. But you got the Ravens. They're going to be dope if they've got a healthy Lamar and all those weapons they added for him and the running backs. Okay, the Browns, like I said. And uh, who's, who's, who's the other team in that? Oh, the Bengals. I'm worried about the Bengals because they lost. I think they lost Samaj P. Ryan. Um, they got old boy, the other running back who can't seem to stay out of trouble. Um, they got the receivers. Their offensive line is going through upheaval again. Their defense lost. Uh, they lost Bates in the, in the, as a safety. They lost a linebacker. I don't know if they have enough to overcome. Hell, when they played last year, the Ravens were leading that division until Lamar got hurt. And Deshaun Watson wasn't playing like Deshaun Watson. He wasn't even there until the, the second half, the later part of the second half of the season. I think the Bengals are the odd team out here. And if they, they might be able to sneak in. But I think the top two teams in the AFC North is the Ravens and the Browns. Easy, easy money there. Um, so you got the Steelers and the Ravens uh, week 18. And I mean, we, we get to this game later because I will be at that game if my wife allows it. Uh, but number eight, they got Giants at Eagles week 16. That could decide something. That's what they think. I don't think it'll decide a damn thing because I think the Giants are going to show you who the Giants are again. I mean, I think Vegas has the over under at eight and a half of them. And yeah, I can see them winning nine games, nine games, maybe 10, maybe. I don't think they're better than the Cowboys. If the Cowboys are healthy, uh, the Cowboys should be able to beat the Giants two times. The Eagles will beat the Giants two times. That's four losses right there in their own division. Uh, the Commanders, yeah, you know, I mean, they they'll probably beat them twice and maybe split if they're not if they're lucky. I mean, if they're not lucky, they might split that with them. Um, I just don't think the Giants are that good. I watched them play these playoff games, and Daniel Jones just ain't it. They just don't have enough. And at receiver, they don't they still don't have any playmakers really at receiver. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough season because fans, especially New York fans, they saw them have a little little light at the end of the tunnel. And they thought, oh, we turned the corner. Nah, nah, nah. Y'all on the mediocre treadmill. That's where they're at. Uh, week seven, Lions at Cowboys. That'll be a good game. I I fully expect the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys, man, Cowboys, Eagles, 49ers, Seahawks, um, Vikings, of course. Uh, who we got down there in the South? Man, that don't even matter. The South don't even matter. You get one team out of there. It might be the Panthers if they get that rookie quarterback comes in there and balls out for them. But it could be the Saints with Derek Carr and that defense. They should be able to, to get to the playoffs there. Tampa Bay is done. Atlanta Falcons could be all right. Except for I don't know what the hell Desmond Ritter is going to do. But they seem to like the dude and they wanted to rock with him. So we'll see. Um, but I still think Seattle, Niners, definitely coming out of the NFC West. 
you got the Cowboys and the Eagles definitely coming out of the the, the NFC East. Uh, again, the Vikings will definitely, I think, come out of there. But then you got the Lions and the Bears and the Packers. That's going to be a tough division there. Um, Lions and Cowboys should be a good game. They'll throw some points up and, and, and dudes will run around. Six, Dolphins and Chiefs. Of course, you know, Chiefs. They're winning that division. I mean, as long as they got Patrick Mahomes, they uh, as long as he's healthy, they got the best team. <laughs> they got the best team in football. I mean, they just find a way to just put stuff around them. And the Dolphins, if Tua ain't got cobwebs up in his damn brain, they they nice. They got some things to do. They got some speed on the outside to play and, and mess around. I just still don't think Tua is that dude. He just makes bonehead plays, and his arm just ain't. Uh, just arm just ain't strong enough to make all the real throws. Uh, week five, they got Chiefs and Jets. And again, for the Jets, man, I just, I think they're going to finish second in the division. The Bills are the best team in that division. Uh, Bills, Jets, Dolphins, maybe you'll go neck and neck right there. And the Patriots are going to be terrible because they got Mac Jones, at quarterback. Uh, week four, not week four, week 16, the number four game they got as top 10 is Ravens at 49ers. And I'm going to that game. It is uh, Christmas Day, which is a Monday, December 25th. And I know I'm supposed to be with my family, but uh, my boy has season tickets. And he told me to pick two games. The two games I picked were the Ravens and the Bengals. And it turns out it's on Super Bowl. I mean, it's on Christmas Day. So love your family. But uh, I'm going to watch Lamar Jackson. Uh, and that would be a great game. Oh, my God, it would be a great game. Week 16. And they'll both have something to play for. Hopefully, they still got to keep everybody in there and, and everybody's healthy. Ugh. And I don't care who's at quarterback. I, I hope we have Trey Lance at quarterback. But even with Purdy, this team is so loaded. They're, the Niners are going to do what the Niners do. They got about 12, 12 wins right there. Uh, number three game they got is Bills Jets week one, which is going to be dope because we're going to see what Aaron Rodgers is going to come out the gate doing, right? Playing against the number one team in their division. We shall see. Bills and Bengals, Josh versus uh, Joe. You know what I'm saying? That should be a good game. And number one game, Eagles at Chiefs in the Super Bowl rematch, week 11. Woo! Man, I'm excited for this NFL season. There is just, ah, I can't wait. Did you get your you get your, your, your package deal yet, Kevin? <laughs> uh, yes, my credit card is charged monthly by SoFi Stadium, so I have all games okay. to uh, the Rams okay. at SoFi. There you go. But I'm talking about the, the the Sunday ticket. Do you get the Sunday ticket? Oh, it's funny you should mention that, actually, because I cut cable and I have YouTube uh, TV through the internet, As, and they just got the package for Sunday ticket. Yes, yes so I, I can YouTube now get TV that. YouTube TV, too. Yep. And you have to do it by June 5th, so you get $100 I, off. Yeah, and I think it's 250 and they give you 100 bucks off, but you get everything. So that's good. You get I, everything. And I love the Red yeah. Zone channel, where we can watch all the... Uh, players about to score or teams about to score yeah man yeah so you know hey this this nfl season is about to be amazing we got these training camps opening around you know i think around what june july july they should all be kind of starting and reporting and getting things going and yep otas ooh, in early august man. and uh, here yeah, we go yeah 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 and you did say that your rams got one thursday night game that's that's a damn travesty yeah uh i have a feeling that the uh that the Vegas bookers uh, are not expecting a lot out of the Rams, and I don't either. They went yeah. all in two years ago, and it's going to take a couple years to get back there. They did get some good yeah. draft picks, though, but it's going to take a while. But that's okay. Yeah. I still wear my uh, my Super Bowl hat worth uh, two years ago. 
<laughs> hey man, that's good. You guys got your Super Bowl. That's all you need. And, and, and there it is, man. Yo, so you've been listening to I'm Probably Right. I'm Reggie Watkins. Thank you so much. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment, but please don't be hating. Make sure you tell a friend if you like the podcast. Uh, Believe.com is our home. B-L-E-A-V.com is the podcast network. That is our home. Kevin Cleveland has been engineering, producing, running the show. Thank you so much. We'll talk to y'all next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.